Hey everybody, welcome. Adam here, and today I got my friend. I'm Jesse. Sweet, and I'm excited for Jesse to be here. Uh, firstly, one, because of the topic today is on dating, and you're much closer to that stage of life than I am. Now, I'm not ancient <laughs> or anything. Getting there. Yeah, but, you know, it's two years of marriage, yeah. and it's probably been fun. Well, we'll talk about it later, yeah. uh, what it's been like. Um, but also, the series we're in is You Got a Friend and Me uh, more broadly, and it's just been a pleasure to get to know you. We've you know, become friends in mm-hmm. a very short period of time. And yeah. I really enjoy talking to you. Um, uh, Jesse is a, just a great kingdom framework for how he <laughs> views uh, the world, your own life. Mm-hmm. When you've told many stories, looking back on your previous experiences, and mm-hmm. I love how you've processed them. Mm-hmm. And I'd love for you to do that for all of our people today. It's um, honored. Yeah. Jesse is a true musician. And uh, and I love pastor's kid, the whole nine (laughs) coffee officiant. Yeah, coffee. Yeah, what else? I I watched the science experiment on the table, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, the timing, the weight, it's magic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I just would love you, my friend, to walk us through kind of those those dating years, get back in that mindset, put yourself there, and just reflect on how it was and and Mm -hmm. uh. And let's just see what comes up. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Let's dig into some questions. (laughs) So two years marriage. Do you remember the first year? I hear a lot of people say the first year is the hardest. Yeah. Um, How was your first year? Yeah. I think about that phrase all the time because I totally disagree with it. And that might just be my experience. Right. The context of my marriage so far was meeting in December of 2019. Um three months before COVID hit. Yeah. And so the, the entirety- the, the name that shall not be named. Sure. We, okay. <laughs> the thing happened. <laughs> that happened to all of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We then, our dating life was during that time mm. and during that thing going on in the world. Mm. So our dating life really looked like we were the only people that we interacted with hmm. for several months. I had a bachelor apartment. She had a roommate. She also lived in Kitchener, uh, about an hour and a half from Toronto, for anyone that doesn't know. And um, I would borrow a friend's car and drive to Kitchener when there was no one else on the 401. It's the best time. It, dude, it was... <laughs> <laughs> now it sucks. Now yeah. it's just like, I got to plan a weekend around going to Kitchener, not a day. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it was... It was incredible having... It, it Kind of a pressure cooker environment mm-hmm. in, in that. Because so... My dating background, I had been about a year and a half single. Um, my relationship before that was serious. For me, I thought it was it that mm. I was I was in. Hmm. Um, I'm I'm a very like loyal person, and so I had kind of, and we're just getting right into it. But I had kind of made a decision in my mind like this is the person, right. and I was in it, and not just head but body, like. I had decided like, this is it for me. This mm-hmm. is the woman that I'm going to spend my life with. Raised in a Christian home, had a very high view of marriage, value what the, the covenant is. You know, it's so much more than a commitment. It's so much more than a piece of paper. It's a covenant. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way back to the Old Testament in what a covenant means and the shedding of blood. And I mean, yeah, we can go as far as we want into that. But <laughs> yeah. So I was a year and a half single and I was just like, uh, you know, like, Cool. I was I was like starting to feel confident again because coming out of that relationship, 
I almost had to go through like a grieving process. Right. It, it you know. Yeah, because that's, you're all in. Like yeah. the way you describe it, you're all, and so that's just got to wreck you yeah. to come out of that. I've never, yeah. I, I've never gone through and never will slash hope to never go through any sort of divorce or separation mm-hmm. in a relationship. But I would imagine I tasted a little bit of that because it didn't matter that there wasn't a piece of paper or something like, Mm. and I was, oh man, uh uh-oh, how old was I? Like early Mm -hmm. twenties. And there was, there was a lot of emotion. There was a lot of passion. There was a lot Mm -hmm. of like chemical stuff going on still, you know, like this is just reality, right? Like this is where you're at in that stage of life. Um, And so that came to an end and it wasn't my choice. Mm. Um, I'm going to be real. Thank God mm. that happened. Right. I, I'm thankful for the outcome of that relationship. Right. Because where I am now and the woman that is now my wife, her name is Olivia. Mm-hmm. Um, God has blessed me with an incredible, incredible partner, incredible friend, um, ab- beautiful, um, just more than I could have imagined Hmm. all the things that I want punching above your weight class. Yeah. All the things I thought I wanted, all the things that were attractive to me, not, not about just the person, but, uh, family lifestyle, Mm. um, you know, financial stability, all those things just like one by one were Mm. just like eliminated from my, like, this is who I want as a partner. And it just had a list. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I wanted to admit it or whether I had it written down, I didn't, but, it really became so clear that like God had put this woman in my life and I'd always wanted marriage. And so for me, it was just like, all right, well, this is where we're going. And Olivia, I had, Olivia's gushing right now. She's like, oh, I'm so glad you did this. <laughs> she, she was amazing. Yeah. I, I have a note on my phone of every single FaceTime call hmm. from our first FaceTime call until right after I proposed. Hmm. Because I was just like, I want to look back. I'm, I, this is like real. I can show you this note on my phone. But it was, I knew yeah. that I want to keep track of every moment I've talked to this woman. Because I want to look back and say, no, it's not by accident that I'm saying, this is my person. This is the person I want to spend my life with. Because we spent this time. It's not just time spent together at a movie or a shopping mall or, or on a date. It was like. FaceTimes, they were conversations. It was laughter. It was serious. It was, again, it was during this time where there was no social interaction. Mm-hmm. That was, that was the only person that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. So it was the only person that I was going to invest in. And I'm just grateful that that happened at that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what, uh, I mean, you, you kind of get taken out in this previous yeah. one. Yeah. Um, you're looking back in hindsight now. It's like, oh, wow. Like, thank God, because now I'm seeing this, 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 right. this, and this. Are there certain things you want to point out and be like, man, I was so naive because of mm. maybe all the chemical stuff yeah. that I should have noticed some of these yeah, things totally. and didn't or. For sure. Yeah. My, my goal had always been to wait until marriage to engage sexually with a mm. partner. Um, that wasn't the case, mm. I'll say. Um, by the time I got to marriage. Um, and I was very open and honest about that with my now wife. And she shared with me her past too. And mm-hmm. 
there was there was there was there was a peace about it because there was a sense of this is the past. Mm-hmm. And I think as believers, we are called to live in a new kingdom mindset in a the old is gone. The new has come. There is a, a rejuvenation, a rebirth, baptism, whatever, all those instances of, of the Christ or of the faith walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a sense of just like once our lives start together, that's the beginning. Sure. And so. That was one thing where it was just like that played into my like commitment mentality where in my head that covenant had been made Mm -hmm. because I associated that act Mm -hmm. with that commitment, Mm -hmm. which in in a context of marriage is correct. Mm -hmm. It's like that is the place for that act, that consummation. That's the only instance in which that should exist. Outside of a marriage, especially for someone like myself who grew up with that context, once I had gone there, mm-hmm. everything else came with it. And so it was just like, I'm ride or die now mm-hmm. because I gave that part of me. Yeah. So the was, there, was there any sense <clears throat> that because of the that type of a compromise, whether like did that start to flag other red flags or did you notice them after the fact that maybe, oh, maybe she compromise maybe that was part of what caused issues between us Mm. or just the foundation kind of being cracked there yeah there's there's a lot more background to that specific relationship um her previous experiences and all that kind of stuff Mm. um which i'll 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 leave as as part of her story and and stuff like that but it really once i started to grieve it and recognize that what i had done is i had given myself to someone Mm-hmm. who didn't want to give themselves back. Mm-hmm. And also outside of the confines of marriage, this this is a sinful act. Yeah. It's not something that's beautiful and God-glorifying, right. which is hard to reconcile. Right. Because I was like, well, as long as I actually get married to this person, it's, it's not so bad. Right, right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's yeah. let's move past that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that that was that was a huge thing for me. I had had a, a couple other long-term relationships, one in particular even before that, um, when I was like early 20s, so 20 to like 24. Sure. Um, again, I was just like, this is the one, mm-hmm. you know, because my I wanted that. I wanted that end result of marriage. And it, you know, I look back now and I'm just like, what happened in that year and a half between that relationship where I had fully committed and it was cut off. What happened in that year and a half is I learned to count the cost of what marriage actually is. Hmm. Just like I said, I love you to a few women in my life in that I was in romantic relationships with. I meant it. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a genuine care. I have a willingness to lay myself down. That love can be there. Mm-hmm. But What happened in that year and a half is I started going, yeah, but will you continue to love them when you, when you don't have that sense of feeling when, 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 once you achieve that goal of marriage, let's say it's a choice. Yeah. It's not a feeling. Yeah. And it's a choice before that, but it's, it's exciting. It's a lot of feeling. It's a lot of feeling. (laughs) It's a lot of feeling. Yeah. And after that, when you're like, oh, okay, 20, 30 years of this mm-hmm. love is is a choice and it's an action ultimately love yeah. is an action but it's a choice so i had to go 
am I really willing to do that mm-hmm. with someone? Mm-hmm. Before it was just like, yeah, of course I am. And yeah. then I was like, no, but really? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. if she gets an a, in, a, in a car accident three weeks after you get married. And it's paraplegic for and, the rest and of her life. And can't yeah. walk, can't yeah. whatever. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, And you better like the way she laughs. Yeah. Because if you don't, there's a lot of time to deal with that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bro, I, I mean, yeah. So... The dating piece of things for me is like that year and a half made me realize like I am I am only ever dating with the perp. I'm in my like, you know, late 20s now at this point. And I was like dating is there's a, a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not dating to see if I like this girl. It's not dating, you know, to fool around for a little while until I get my stuff together. No, yeah. no, no. It's yeah. like after two dates, you know. Or at least it's just like, be honest with yourself. If there's like a a line I could give for people in a dating (laughs) season, be honest with yourself. Oh man. Get out while you can (laughs) or go all in. (laughs) Like, it's just like, ah, anyways. Yeah. You said a couple of good things that I think is, is helpful to point out and summarize Mm -hmm. maybe like, um, you can treat marriage like the finish line or the starting line. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And That's I think good, yeah. if you're choosing to go the long haul, yeah. then marriage has to be your starting line, not yeah. your finish line. Yeah. Because if you finish that marriage, that first year is going to be horrible. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you think it's all glory and trophies mm-hmm. that first year. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but if it's your starting line and you just start running there. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be much more fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Our first year, other there's there's obviously things you work through. Mm-hmm. It's like. I'd lived on my own. Yeah, why do you for, put your toothbrush like that? Why do you do, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we, we had a house lined up and yeah. then two weeks after, like it, within two weeks after we got married, that place got sold mm. and we had to find a new home. Scramble. In yeah. the first month of being married. Ugh. We had, uh, again, you know, no social opportunities. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot of things that just, how do you do this? You don't know. You just do it and you yeah. go with it. Um, yeah. All right, let's uh, let's um, let's go to this. So you guys are thinking about that. There's a lot yeah. going on in that 2019, 2020. Yeah. Tra- well, I guess 2020 transition yeah. into COVID. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of a lot of maybe Christian circles that say like date in community and involve mm-hmm. your community and discernment mm-hmm. in community and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you guys don't have a lot of that. Right. Um, but you told me off camera you guys did do some work. Uh, mm. to invest early on. So tell me about that. What was yeah. it like to invest? What did you guys do? Totally. How did you make sure that that starting line, you guys had a good push off the block? Yeah. yeah. I'll give you a quick timeline. Sure. Met December 2019. Yeah. Got engaged September 2020. Okay. Married February 2021. Okay. So just... So kind of like one year, one year, one year. In, in the grand scheme of things, pretty quick. You right. know, like nine months between meeting and engagement. Right. You know, six months, five, five, six months between engagement and marriage. Um, before I even proposed, I went to the leadership at my church mm-hmm. um, and the pastoral care team that they had is in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and incredible couple, Angel and Lucy are their names. And they're, <laughs> you know, absolutely amazing. The parents of um, the past, one of the pastors or... <laughs> <laughs> the the couple that runs oversees the church in Chicago, it's her parents. Got it. And um, I was just like, I, I really want to go through a premarital counseling before I even propose. Right. Because once that initiation, once that mark has kind of been made, it's really hard to go back 
you know i've yeah. heard you hear stories of people that are engaged that like call off the wedding yeah and that is not fun it's not ideal no. uh don't do that if you don't have to <laughs> so, yeah. be honest right yeah. like well, i like what you're saying here yeah. uh it, which is put in the work even before you get engaged mm-hmm. right i i i don't see how you can't end up with a better relationship by doing that mm. there has to be an there has to be a, an intention mm. i'm not going to do premarital counseling or pre-engagement counseling with someone i don't see myself getting married to right but what it will do is really open up some doors and say you're marrying this person too yeah that third fourth fifth sixth door that you haven't opened yet because you're so excited behind door one and two yeah you get those but Jesse, we talk about everything. Yeah. I shared it all. Like we know yeah. all each other's stuff. We're yeah. good. What yeah. do you think about that? Yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's, eh? it's it's so funny. Like yeah. we're sitting here talking in front of a camera. We're having a laugh about it. But yeah. it's just like, I remember, I'll tell this real quick story. We were mm-hmm. in that one of the counseling sessions and we mm-hmm. went through this big questionnaire. And it was just like, so the question at the end was, do you believe it was God's, it's God's plan that you be with this person? Mm. And I was like, yes. And Olivia was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, what? Excuse me. Like, yeah. we're three weeks into this. Like, what are you talking about? And yeah. just the way that she heard the question, the way that her mind processed it, yeah. her answer was different than mine. And I was just like, yes, finally, we're saying like the stamp of approval. Like, we yeah. believe God is like. I have the ring in my pocket ex- after this session. Yeah. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And. That threw me. It was like a simple thing. And we talked about it and it was good. But like what it did was for us that up until then, there wasn't a lot of friction points. Right. Without that friction, you don't even know how you're going to address friction. Mm. And I remember that being one of the first things where I was just like, what do you mean you don't think this is God's plan for (laughs) our lives? Right. Like, and it was it was just her her way of thinking. And we talked about it and we digested things and and it was really, really good. Nice. But uh, so Emily, my mm -hmm. wife, her Oma, that's her mom's mother, used to say to her, like, you meet the boy, you make him mad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Then you know he hits you when he's mad. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That is that is an Oma thing for sure. So so to (laughs) To bring it into something that's maybe a little more true and good, it's it's you know it's the iron sharpens iron moment. It's yeah. the silver is made for the crucible and mm. gold for the furnace because mm. it's in the fire and the heat and the pre- and that's a proverb mm. out of the scriptures, yeah. right? It's in that 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 the impurities can come to the top, yeah. so they can be scraped off, right? Yeah. And you do that as individuals, but then you also need to do that as the newly forming couple. Yeah. And if you don't do that as a new forming couple, mm. uh, then those impurities are still in there. Right. Right. And so, so pre engagement, we're going to rename it mm. pre engagement mm-hmm. counseling, mm-hmm. uh, premarital counseling is a good way to put some heat and some pressure right. yes. from people who are, have a little more wisdom, a little more yeah. experience, have been through these things before to help see them come to the surface, scrape totally. them off. So that your marriage can be more pure and yeah. ready and be a fine, precious metal yeah. when it comes out of the crucible. Totally. But anyway. I think there's a lot of wisdom in it. Yeah. For anyone that's maybe past that point already, in engagement, moving towards marriage, mm-hmm. doesn't mean all is lost. No, yeah, like, of course. Yeah. Engage in that, but 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 like be intentional. Yeah. It, it is worth it. And even if it's just a third party to go like, 
hey guys, have you thought about this yet? Or mm-hmm. how does faith play into your family dynamics? Mm-hmm. Are, are both your parents Christians? Like, yeah. uh, like those kind of questions just get the ball rolling. Yeah. And then what would happen is they would pose a question and then the rest of the 30 minutes would just be us like riffing off that. She's like, oh yeah, this, oh that, oh that, right? Yeah. Like, anyways, do uh, great. I think it's, it's awesome. Good. Yeah, Emily and I, we had fun making up a, a big survey and yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're walking our first couple through it right now. So thanks guys for being our guinea pigs. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's think back to these dating years, right? Yeah. So um, how did you meet some of those people? Um, how did you make the decision to keep moving forward with right, them? Right. If you can think back to those earlier yeah. days, what yeah. was that like being on the dating scene? For sure. Yeah. It was, uh, I was, again, my thing, I was kind of like both feet in, right? Yeah. So it didn't take long for me to go, all right, I'm not one that's going to date two, three people at the same time. Okay. And it, w- I wouldn't suggest that's healthy necessarily. It's just like either you're in or you're out. Mm-hmm. If you want to date three people and why, why do that though? Why not buy, Why not spin some plates? Why not play the field? Why not get around? You, you, yeah. You're just, you're distracting yourself from any issues within any of them. It's just like, hmm. if, if you're dating for the purpose of finding a, someone you want to marry, again, we, this conversation has to have a biblical context. Yeah. Why are you dating? Yeah. This is a, a Western world that we live in, a 21st century world that we live in. So how are we doing dating? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Dating is, is this weird thing that's very secular, very, very humanistic of us that we want to engage with that person without actually fully committing to them. Mm. So it's, I get to know you, you get to know me. How do we work together? Do I like this about you? Do I like that? What do I really want in a life partner? Yeah. All those questions are, are in that relationship. But really, in, in, at least in my head, my goal was always, I'm going to do this with the goal being I'm going to get married to this person. Yeah. So, but that, but that even in and of itself led to me having like overcommitment issues, let's mm. say, of you're not married. Therefore, don't sacrifice this mm. in your life. Yeah. Don't let who God's created you to be in this season as a single person, don't, don't sacrifice that season in pursuit of something else. My experience was that God provided someone and opened a door. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there it is. Do you feel like uh, some of the feedback in those relationships, because you're like an, you're yeah. like two feet in yeah. person, yeah. was like, oh, that guy's like so intense, or you're smothering, or like, that's like too much. I don't know if I can rise up to that level of commitment. Or I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think maybe it was just the personality mm-hmm. of the, the people that I had engaged with mm-hmm. was also wanting that end result. It was always within a, a right. Christian context. Okay. So yeah. um, at least like, let's say like my two long-term relationships before my marriage. Yeah. Um, we're both um, Christian women. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, that was, st- that was a foundation for me. I was just like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. You had your filter. That's like number one on the list. Yeah. Number one was just <clears throat> like. the same God. Yeah. 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 And, and not just like believe, but like, this is who you are. Mm-hmm. And I mean. You can you can you can take the kid out of being a pastor's kid, but you can't take the pastor's kid out of being a kid. I don't know how you'd say it, but it was just like <laughs> we're gonna go to church every Sunday. We're gonna be a part of a small group. Like yeah, those were yeah. just like this is my life. This is who I am. <clears throat> Anyways, right. 
Um, so, so to answer your question, I don't think I ever experienced anyone feeling a sense of overbearingness. <laughs> Funnily enough, until my now wife, because during that time, I wanted to FaceTime every day, all day. And I remember getting like upset because she didn't want to sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want to? I mean, she had a roommate. I had no one. So yeah, yeah. she had, you know. You're trying to make her your other roommate. Just for like, sure. Hey, TV yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, she, <clears throat> the experience of dating Olivia, who is my now wife, was every, every instance of it, I was excited for the next time. Mm-hmm that we got to interact because I was like, I see this going somewhere that is, that is like a holy place that, that marriage is. And I got so stoked about that when I was, (laughs) when I really started to to sense that, which was very early on, like I said, um, the dating was just like, uh, every time it was just like affirmation. It was just like, there's peace. This, this woman is, it, she she makes me laugh like no one else. Like humor is a huge part of of a successful relationship. Mm-hmm. Humor make sure looks, you make her laugh and make sure you like her laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It okay. looks different for everyone. Okay. I want to do yeah. some hot takes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go. do it. Okay. Oh we man, got, we got a few minutes left. Yeah, and I want to hit up dating apps. What do you think? <laughs> oh. how, how do Christians handle dating apps? What is the goal? Yeah. It, ask that question and be honest. Mm-hmm. And if you can't be honest, then frankly, you're going to do whatever you want, yeah. anyways. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, is body count an issue? An issue for what? Uh, should I date someone who's stacked up, you know, maybe 10 previous sexual partners or 20 previous sexual partners? Do you see f- the fruit of a faith walk in their life? And are they a new creation? Going mm-hmm. back to what I said earlier, my experience, I don't have a high body count, mm-hmm. um, but it's like, it's the same idea. What, where are they now? Who are they now? This is, this is my perspective. And you come back at me, bro, if, if this is, yeah. you know, yeah. out of bounds. But it's just like, dude, I, I was listening to this man the other day who uh, was an adult film star. Like won awards mm-hmm. for his stuff. Mm-hmm. And God got a hold of his life. Dropped a woman in his life named Hope. His wife's name is Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he travels speaking the gospel preaching and like god is doing things through his life yeah you you literally couldn't count his body count yeah and and look what is happening so if if god could take paul a murderer of christians and and turn it around and be one of the most uh influential church planters yeah in the the history of Christianity, yeah. uh, then he can deal with a high body count. Yeah. You want to talk about body count? When we sat down, my bo- my Bible fell open to 2 Samuel. The <laughs> first thing on the page is David and Bathsheba. I am not even joking. I didn't open it to this. It's just here. Yeah. That's, that is a sexual body count and a, and a physical human body yeah, count. Both, yeah. And yeah. he's a man after God's own heart. Yeah. So there's, there's nothing out of reach yeah. For the grace of God, yeah. and if you if you've been that person or you've been hurt by a person that has a high body count, there is there's hope, there's redemption. It doesn't mean pursuing marriage as the solution. 
It means yeah. finding yourself in the in the in the will and the love of God, yeah. and 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 letting Him do a work in you. Yeah, it doesn't mean if they're like cheating on you and they're still stacking up bodies. It doesn't mean hey, uh, if I marry this guy, that'll help lock it down. Or if I, you know, if you know, nothing, we, we should nothing, just have kids, that'll help lock it nothing down. Nothing you do is going to change someone else. Yeah, I yeah. I learned that. Yeah, and it's a hard lesson to learn. Because you you want to, yeah. you want to be that thing. You want to be that person that's just like we got this. I believe in you. Yeah. Now, in the confines of marriage, different story. We gotta we gotta talk about what the covenant is, the vows that were made, and you have to you know really take a hard look at. Are you gonna walk through what it takes to get this thing back online? Yeah. Because I heard it said like you know if there's unfaithfulness in a marriage or or whatever, it's like. You're not, you're not like cracking the glass. It's shattered. Mm. You're never going to get that back together, but you can have something new. Yeah. You have to, you'll have to start over, but there's an opportunity to build something new. Yeah. All hope is not lost. Yeah. And that's coming from someone that's experienced that firsthand in my own family. Yeah. God restoring, God bringing back life and seeing fruit more abundant than before. Now yeah. that that hard work was done. I think now more than ever too, like with the way modern culture is going yeah. and sexual promiscuity being more prevalent in our culture, um, that that message is is certainly one that we need. Like that's some good news. Yeah. That that there is a way to start over. There is hope. There yeah. is a way to have something new, yeah. and uh, and it's not just a flippant. You know, come to Jesus and you can. You know, it's all forgotten and whatever. It's yeah. like you're gonna have to reckon with some of that. Oh yeah. You know, you're gonna have to experience some some deep, true repentance yeah and and healing mm -hmm. um but on the other side of that is great hope and For beauty sure. and you know glory you might yeah. say right um all right so someone's dating last question <laughs> and then i'm gonna go get my kid from school yes <laughs> <laughs> um what uh if someone's dating right now and they're like ah should i you know this girl you know she's pretty cool it's going all right mm -hmm. you know what's their next step Let's give like one or two potential next steps. You, sh you should have put this on the question list. <laughs> yeah, look, I did. It's right there. Ah, okay. Well, I must have missed it. No, but <laughs> again, to me, it comes back to intention. Yeah. If your goal is to find someone that is going to be your partner mm -hmm. and, and your, your wife or your husband, depending on if you're a man or a woman, mm -hmm. there are so many things that come into that. If there is, if there is a peace I, like for me, it was really a peace mm -hmm. inside that I'd never felt before. Before it was like, I'm striving and I'm going to make this work and I'm going to do mm -hmm. this. And I'm going to be this man and I'm going to all these things. Yeah. When I started dating Olivia, there was such a peace inside mm -hmm. that I was just like, it. how is it? How is it this easy? Or how is it like this? Because I hadn't experienced would that before. Would you say before. all dating relationships would eventually get to a place where there's that peace? I, I don't know. Mm. that's been my experience sure sure to me what i've seen i would say no yeah yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. and that's fair yeah but i had a piece mm -hmm. about having a sense of like this is mm -hmm. where i'm going with this yeah now if you if you just you know hanging out with people and, and you're like into them and then talk to people that you that love you mm -hmm. and care about you about it yeah if people are if <laughs> i had my previous relationship let's say, or a previous relationship, there was people very, very close to me that I love that were apprehensive mm -hmm. about that relationship. That relationship ended mm -hmm. and I didn't, I was, 
in a bad place for a while. Mm. Had I heeded their wisdom and their love, it could have looked a lot different. Wow. Yeah. There is so much wisdom, young people specifically talking to you, talking to us, I'm still young, um, and those that have gone before. Yeah. yeah, it's a different marketplace. It's a different world. But yeah. when it comes to matters of the heart and soul, there is no substitution for time and experience. Yeah. Find someone. If you have someone in your life that's older, that's gone through it, that's been married for 30 years, listen to them. Yeah. Heed their wisdom. Doesn't mean take their blueprint and apply it to your life. But when you hear those things, don't ignore them. Yeah. Because it'll, it'll save you so much pain in the long run. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, guys, this is good. And Jesse, I want you to pray for us, mm. bless our people who maybe are thinking that way. You know, we got we got our share of single folks who are mm. trying to figure it out and yeah. um, discern some next steps or uh, or whatever. And yeah. so, guys, this isn't to solve all your problems. This isn't to figure it all out for you. This is just to have a conversation, mm. to keep going on these topics, mm. to open up the door for you guys to talk in your R3s with your R3 leaders and with the people in your community about mm. these things. Yeah. And so share. I think that's definitely been a theme today. Yeah. Share. Share openly with your community. Involve your community. Involve people. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, who knows what can happen. Mm -hmm. So could you pray for our people? Yeah. Would that be cool? I'm honored. Yeah. yeah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this community, for these people, for these souls. Um, Lord, I pray that as we've spoken and just talked today, Lord, that there would be wisdom and revelation uh, given to this community, that even if it's just asking questions or starting to ask questions or starting to think differently about dating and marriage and relationships as this series is about, Lord, I pray that you would be faithful in their lives to give them um, peace where there needs to be peace, to give them courage where there needs to be courage, to ask questions, to step out. Um, Lord, and I pray that there would be an abundance of wisdom that is just poured out from generation upon generation to actually lead this community into a, a, a season of, of fruitfulness and an abundance and, and young couples coming together and getting married and successful dating and successful marriage, Lord. Mm -hmm. um, you, you, again, you didn't promise that this life was going to be easy, but your promise is to be with us in it. And so as we enter into these relationships, God, prayerfully, thoughtfully, um, wisely, God, I pray that you would lead us, that you would give us strength, um, give us discernment in each of these areas. Father, I thank you for Pastor Adam and Emily. Lord, give them strength as well as they continue to lead. Um, and may relationships flourish in this community like never before. We thank you for your faithfulness, for your love and your grace. In Jesus' name, mm -hmm. amen. Amen. Enjoy your time in your R3, guys.